Hi, welcome to a Simplified and Fabulous Mom Life podcast. I'm Jennifer McDaniel, pro organizer, capsule wardrobe stylist, and functional home designer. As a mom of four, I realize how quickly things get out of control and how important it is to prioritize how your home functions and how it makes you feel. So if you're ready to find solutions to the stressors in your home and make room for the things that are really important, listen in and let's get started. Hey mamas, are you struggling with yelling and screaming and feeling really stressed and just struggling to be patient with your kids? I remember when I had my kids, my niece, and I just felt like with five kids at home, everything was just always stressful. Someone always needed me. Someone was always needing something from me and I was just struggling. I was struggling to get things done at the house. I was struggling to keep myself calm, even when the house was tidy. So I'm going to give you a couple of my (laughs) things that really helped me during that season of my life when I felt like I was the biggest problem in my house. (laughs) Me not being able to control my temper or not being patient enough. And I was causing everyone else to be irritable. And my, my kids were fighting because I was stressed out. It was me. I felt like I was the reason my house was miserable. So here's what I did. You've got to take a few minutes to reflect on what is going on. What is causing the situation to become more stressful? Have you eaten anything? Did you eat anything that was actually nutritious? (laughs) Because a lot of times for me, I had had caffeine and limited food. Uh, You know, just a few things here and there. Or it had been several hours since I had eaten anything and I had already nursed my baby a dozen times and I was just really impatient. Like maybe I had started dinner way too late and now it's eight o'clock and the kids need to be in bed and I'm done parenting for the day and we haven't even finished dinner. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe you just need to get a better schedule for your home. So here's a couple of things that I did for myself. I started making sure I prioritized food and good, healthy vitamins. So I did uh, the Shackley vitamins. I've done the doTERRA vitamins, the Amway vitamins, all kinds of other vitamins. I've done dozens of vitamins and so many of them helped and other ones didn't. But find a good vitamin that really does help you. Maybe make a protein shake in the mornings. I love the Trader Joe's just plain protein powder. Like they have it in vanilla. They have it in um, plain. It's just pea protein. That's it. You can add it to smoothies. Add it to your cookies. If you want cookies, add it to your cake and your your muffins and whatever else you're making. Add it to your pancakes. So your pancakes are packed full of nutrition. Like do some things like that. Add some chia seeds and some flax seeds and whatever else you want to add in, but make sure that you're getting food that's actually really nutritious for your body. Because I know with my fifth baby, my fourth baby, sorry, I was extremely iron deficient. Like every single thing on the list of iron deficiency, every single symptom, I had it. Every single one. I ached from head to toe. I had no energy all the things, everything on the list I had. That craving for ice, I just crunched ice all day long. It was so terrible. And I was miserable. Like I I really struggled to do things. I really struggled to be 
present with my kids or even get out of the chair. Okay, that's just the truth. So I would sit in that chair hours past dinner time because my kids were happily playing with their friends and I should have been cooking dinner hours ago. So then the kids get home and they're ready to eat. They're starving. My husband's coming in and he's hungry and I'm barely starting dinner. Okay, I'm still thawing the meat. (laughs) This is not a good plan. You have to start dinner. Crock-pot meals are your friend. Do the crock-pot meals. Start that in the morning, but plan out your week. Look in your fridge and your freezer and see what you already have and use that. And then you can go to the grocery store to fill in for different meals to make really enjoyable, nutritious foods for your week with what you already have. The majority of what you're cooking should already be at your house. Okay? Make it easy for yourself. Make it easy. Eat leftovers for lunch. Love doing that. Double up any of your meals so that you have leftovers that you can eat for lunch or breakfast. Sometimes I had a huge bowl of like taco bowl or leftover spaghetti or something as my lunch at 10 o'clock in the morning because I had already been up for hours because babies (laughs) and school and all the things. But you have to eat. You have to make sure that you're eating multiple times a day. If you are a nursing mama, you need to be eating probably five times a day. Like so much more food than you think. And they need to be nutritious foods. If you're making cookies for yourself, you better put some protein in there. Something. Put those uh, good omegas in there from the chia seeds and the fiber, the flax seeds and stuff like that. Shred some carrots and um, like add veggies. Carrots, zucchini, like all these different things. Add them into whatever you're making. Throw some spinach leaves in there and puree that so nobody can tell. Do this. Add nutrition to every meal. Put that in your pasta sauce. Put it in your muffins. Like, whatever. Put it in your pancakes. Add beet powder and turmeric to your pancakes and your muffins. Like, this is... My kids love pink pancakes from the beet powder. They love it. I add a little spoonful of that to their smoothies. It turns it a beautiful fuchsia pink. Everyone loves it, and it's so good. I always add the spinach or kale leaves. I do frozen because I always let them rot in the fridge. Just, just It's just easier. <laughs> And cold stuff is better in the smoothie anyways, right? Add a little pineapple juice. You can't even taste the spinach leaves, okay? Love it. It's good. It's easy. You can just sit down and drink it and have some nutrition in your body, okay? Do that. Make it easy. Add some vegetables. Like I threw some beef bones and some veggies, like frozen veggies, and rice, brown rice in the crock pot with some better than bouillon beef um whatever it is. It's like bouillon cubes, but it's better than bouillon beef flavoring for the water. Did that in some water in the crock pot, made some oregano bread in the um, bread machine, and voila, dinner has been going since 10 o'clock this morning. Y'all, it smells good in my house right now. (laughs) I didn't want to cook dinner. I have other things to do. We're We're preparing to move. We can still do this. We can still prepare a meal for our family that is full of nutrition and substance to make it last longer and to fill your belly, okay? It is so important that we do this. If you're feeling like you're having trouble keeping control of your emotions, make sure you're eating, number one. Number two, make sure you're sleeping. Get some sleep, mamas. You have got to get to sleep. If your husband wants some time with you, it's got to be before 10 p.m. Because if you have a baby that's still nursing at night, my youngest nursed, oh my goodness, she nursed at night until she was like 18 months old. 
She was my longest night nurser, and she was in her own bed all of this time. We did not co-sleep with her until she was done nursing, like way beyond done nursing. And it really, it really did make a big difference in how I was able to sleep because if you, like, you have got to get yourself to bed, okay? Do whatever you have to do, but you make sure that you are getting the priority stuff done before 10 a.m., okay? That stuff has got to be done. Get your dinner started. At least get it planned and prepped. Whatever you've got to do, do that in the morning. Get your kids out the door. Start a load of laundry and swap it. Whatever your priorities are for the day, try and get that done before 10 a.m. so your the rest of your day can be spent with your kids, enjoying your kids, and just doing the regular maintenance of keeping up with kid messes, okay? <laughs> Don't delay all of your chores and your household stuff that's got to be done until after four. Like, you're, you're ruining your day. You're just setting yourself up for failure and frustration, stress, and crankiness. If you are waiting until after four or after the kids get home before you start doing your work, Okay, I know with toddlers and kids, it is a lot to keep up with and you have to have eyes on them at all times, but you've got to make sure that you're getting your stuff done and do it first. Don't delay it until the end of the day. Okay, get that laundry going. The other thing, number three, you have got to declutter your house. If your house is cluttered, that mess is stress. Every time you look at a messy spot, it just makes you more frustrated that your kids are making messes somewhere else so you can't even get to that messy spot. That's your stuff or the kids' stuff that they that hasn't been cleaned up in months or years even. If your house is cluttered, you are not going to be able to relax fully. You're going to be looking at things that you need to do. You're looking at work. Everywhere you look that has clutter, you are looking at a to-do list. Everywhere you look, I'm sitting at my desk right now, and there's a pile of stuff on it. It's tiny. I can hold it in one hand. Still, it's a pile of stuff that needs to go in another space. My kids have brought stuff in to show me and left it in my office, and now I'm looking at stuff that doesn't belong. There's a handful of balloons. There's some drawings that my kids brought in. My notebook that's supposed to be on the side of the refrigerator. I don't even know why that's up here. The iPad that doesn't even have a charger in here because there's no outlets in my closet. <laughs> Huge closet, no outlets to plug anything in. A walkie-talkie. I don't need a walkie-talkie in my bedroom. <laughs> like these things don't belong in here and they are making me feel less relaxed. I'm not able to fully focus on what I'm supposed to be doing because I'm looking at these things. There's a piece of paper on the floor, some crumbs and stuff that my kids brought in, some trash pieces, like, I don't know, ripped paper that they cut stuff up. There's stuff that I'm seeing, and it makes me think about things I need to be doing. I have a to-do list everywhere I look at clutter, and you do too. And if your house is overly cluttered, start, like, grab a grocery bag right now. Grab a grocery bag and put some stuff in it that you can get rid of. Throw it away. Like, grab two grocery bags, one for trash and one for get rid of, okay? Just go ahead and do that. Grab a third one for stuff that doesn't belong in that room. There you go. You're instantly decluttering. Less than five minutes, you are getting some stuff done. You are accomplishing something, and you will feel less stressed with just doing that. Fill up those three bags. Trash, declutter, like trash, donate, and um, relocate. Like those things, three of them, and you're good to go. You just keep going until it's all done, and 
you're winning, okay? You're instantly making your life better. You throw out some kids' toys that are stressing you out because they keep getting left on the floor, and you will feel a load off of your shoulders. Those little toys that they keep bringing home from school or wherever, parties and stuff, where they are literal trash toys that break within a day, (laughs) throw it away. Stuff waiting to find a piece for that puzzle. Throw the whole thing away. I threw away a whole entire puzzle today because there were pieces missing, And there were other pieces that were mixed in with it. And I'm done. I I don't want to look for that piece anymore. It's done. I threw it away. I feel so much. I smiled and I felt so happy at throwing that thing away. We have other puzzles. Okay, these are toddler puzzles. I have one five-year-old one. She does not play with those puzzles all that often anyways. And you know what? Puzzles are not that expensive. They're at Goodwill. They're at the thrift stores. They're at secondhand. Shoot, people are giving them away. Okay. I don't feel bad about it. I don't feel bad about it. I threw it away and I felt so much better. I actually laughed and smiled when I threw away that puzzle. I was trying to figure out how to put it together and try to find all the pieces. And I was just like, you know what? It's not worth it. I'm throwing it away. It's causing me more frustration than it's worth. It's trash. It doesn't belong here. If it is causing me more frustration, then it brings me joy when it's being used. It does not belong in my home. Okay. Think about those things every time you're looking at things in your home that are causing you frustration. Can you spend two minutes and fix it? Do you have two? You have two minutes. Let your baby cry for a minute. Get up, go fix that thing, and then sit back down and relax, okay? You will feel better if you do something. Declutter something, anything. Throw it away if you don't want to think about it. Put it in your trunk. Like if you declutter some kid toys, you better put that in your trunk. If your kids are going to be in your car, if you have a minivan or an SUV where the kids are going to see that stuff, then you can use one of those zipper cooler bags and hide it in the car or put it in your husband's work truck or whatever you need to do. Go put it in your neighbor's trunk. You know, send them a message. Hey, I need, I have this bag on my porch, I need you to come pick it up or I'm going to put it on your porch. Can you take this to Goodwill for me so my kids don't see it and try and take these toys back into the house? I can't handle any more mess, okay? Your neighbors should love you enough to be able to do that. Maybe they want to use that stuff that's in the bag. Maybe they want to sell it. Who cares? It's out of your house and they helped you out, okay? That way your kids aren't bringing it back in. Do something like that. Find a friend. Post it as a, a post it as a curb alert and just go throw that stuff on the curb, especially if you have bigger stuff. We have a bunch of scooters I'm getting ready to get rid of. You know how I got most of those scooters? I saw them on the curb and I went and picked them up with the trash. It was not just they like a kid had left it. It was like with the trash pile and I picked up scooters from the side of the road like that. I've done that three or four times. Other ones I got at the secondhand store for $2. Some of them we bought for Christmas presents for like 15 They light up. They're fun whatever, but those are things that are going to be donated, gotten rid of, the curb alert, whatever, anything like that, that you can get out of your life, do it. It's worth it. That's three things right there that you need to prioritize. Feed yourself, get some sleep, make sure you're drinking enough water too. Okay. So, um, declutter. And then the fourth thing, make sure you are staying hydrated. Caffeine does not count. It dehydrates your body. So if you're drinking tea and coffee and thinking you're hydrating yourself, you are not fully hydrating yourself, okay? You need to drink water. You need to drink half of your body weight in ounces of water. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you need 50 ounces of water 
If you weigh 150 pounds, you need 75 ounces of water every single day, okay? Get yourself a cup that's half of what you need. Get, your, get you a 30-ounce cup and fill it up two or three times with water. That's what I use right now. I use a 30-ounce cup. I fill it up. I drink a minimum of two of those every day, two minimum. I've already had two. I will drink at least another one before I go to bed. I, it keeps me hydrated. Most days I have four of them. So I am staying hydrated. Sometimes two of them are tea and two of them are water. Sometimes two of them are tea and three of them are water. Depends on how active I've been and how many times I sit down and actually think about hydrating myself. Sometimes I lay in bed and I'm like, I am so thirsty. I really wish I had some water up here. That is like a guarantee that I'm going to have a migraine in a couple of days if I do that twice. It is a guarantee that I will get a migraine if I do not stay hydrated. I struggled with migraines for many years. Between So after my second son until, hmm, we'll see, he was born in 2009. Ten years I suffered with migraines. 2019, it, yeah, 2020 was when I started seeing the chiropractor in 2020. I started seeing the chiropractor in September. By October, I didn't have migraines anymore. It was that fast, okay? I suffered for over 10 years <laughs> with migraines and I saw the chiropractor for one month. I went multiple times a week, but I've not had migraines like that since then. It is so worth it. Okay. So worth it. Do that. Make sure you're staying hydrated. If you are miserable and cranky, maybe you need a chiropractic adjustment. Maybe your body needs to de-stress and maybe you're just carrying, especially if you've had babies and you haven't been to get an alignment Maybe that's what you need. Maybe just your body is not able to function properly because your spinal cord is being pinched somewhere and it's not able to send the signals and blood flow properly through your body. That could be it. So please go see a chiropractor. A lot of them offer a free consultation. The one that I went to is a full health. So they offered vitamins and diet concerns and they even do like a full diet testing and they did free x-rays on my self and my children to understand where we were with our um, alignment. One of my children had whiplash from 10 years before, it's like seven years before, where she was in, she was in a parking lot bump with her grandmother, bumped, in, bumped into something in a parking lot. And she had whiplash from that and it had never been treated. And like, these are things that are important. So get, prioritize your health, prioritize your nutrition, prioritize hydrating your body, getting enough rest, and declutter your home. If you need help getting a clear picture of how to declutter your home, call me. I would love to help you. Send me a picture of your space if that's something that you would be, you know, if you're comfortable with that. I, I love it. There is no judgment for me. I have been there. I have been there myself. <laughs> I have been there with piles of stuff and my kids' rooms are a disaster and you can't even walk in the room without clearing the floor with your foot, scraping all the stuff out of the way. I've been there. I've overcome that. I am not there anymore. When my kids' rooms are messy, I really should have taken a picture of my daughter's closet because she has three baskets of toys and she dumped all of them in her under the stairs closet, all of them. And she brought down a huge basket of stuffed animals and dumped them in there as well and then just shut the door. <laughs> so I picked up a basket of books I picked up a basket of her small toys 
and then I scooted the stuffed animals out of the doorway so they could easily be carried back upstairs. And then I did not get finished sweeping it out before she got home from school. Um, and I haven't been down there. I'm up in my office working. But, like, these are things. It, I understand how messy kids are. I understand how overwhelming life is. I understand that our brains are taxed so much when we're pregnant and when we're having babies and when we have little ones and all the things that are going on in our lives. I understand that. I have been through it. Everybody in your family requiring things. During different times of my life, I had multiple different family members that that's had to that stayed with me uh, for days, weeks, months at a time. I took in my sister's three kids for several months while she was recovering from um, hospitalization. She didn't have the energy to parent. She was trying to survive. And so I took in her three kids. So that meant six kids of my own, that I, six kids at my home that I was caring for. And during that time, my niece stayed with me a lot too. So that's seven kids that I was caring for at my home on a regular basis. Like there were, it was beautiful and so wonderful. I have so many special, precious memories of that time, but there were definitely seasons where I did not take care of my body. I did not prioritize my home and making sure that I was using a, a good schedule for maintaining um, food for, for myself. I would make sure that the kids had their food and that they were taken care of, but then I, I neglected my own self. And then at the end of the day, after about 6 p.m., I was just grouchy. I was snapping at everybody. I didn't have patience for my kids that needed it. My my ADHD son was just, I, I didn't have the patience to answer all of his questions and to redirect him a hundred times like he really needs. And I didn't get to go and sit with him and ask him about his school day and all of these things. And I, I really, I missed a lot of things that I should have been aware of during that season. And it was because I was not prioritizing myself. And I don't want you to do the same thing. I want you to be able to be there and be focused and be alert with your family. And what you need to do is make sure that you're taking care of yourself so that you can be there for your family because they need you. Those little babies, your children, your teenagers, your husband, your sisters, your parents, they need you. <laughs> your neighbors, they need you. Your church, they need you. So you have to take care of yourself so that you can be there for them. You have to make sure that you're prioritizing the things that are most important. So number one, get some like Above all of the other things that I've told you, if you're not spending time with God and getting some devotional time in there, at least praying during the small moments of your day, when you have a moment to think, when you're washing dishes, when you're swapping laundry, when you're folding, when you're rocking and nursing your little baby, when you are feeding your baby a bottle, sing them praise songs, like sing some praises to God, worship, spend some time in worship that is so healing to your body, it it is such a beautiful connection to God to be able to do that. But the very least that you can do is to download the, the version Bible app. It looks like a brown holy Bible. Put that on your phone and look at the scripture of like the verse of the day. Just read that. Find your different translations. I look at probably five different translations of the same verse every day so that I am understanding it fully. 
And sometimes I'll go back if I have a moment. I like the ones that have the speaker on it and they can um, read it to me. So I can listen to that while I'm getting dressed or while I'm taking care of the children or while they're getting dressed. It helps them to hear it too. Don't play it in your headphones. Play that for everyone to hear. This is good news, okay? Play it for everyone. And play this full chapter, not just the verse of the day, but the full chapter. And then it also has like a little video with it. I've just started doing the little videos. I've been doing the Bible scripture of the day for a couple of years. But I just started watching the videos just in the last month or two. I think it's been just in the last month. And those videos make me think about things a little bit differently. And they give you a little devotional to go with the scripture of the day. Like this is just five minutes of your time. And you are thinking, you're able to think about it throughout the day. When you sit back down, pull it back up on your phone. When you're going to get ready to scroll social media, forget that. That does no good to your heart. That does no good to your spiritual health. Pull up your Bible app instead and reread that scripture of the day and ask God how this relates to you today with what you're going through. I guarantee you he will answer you if you are diligently seeking him and truly asking. He will meet you where you are, wherever it is, however long it's been since you've talked to him. He is waiting for you. He is waiting for you to turn back around and ask him to look at him, to look for him. He's waiting for you. All right, mamas, I hope this has been helpful for you. This was just on my heart so much today because I've been struggling with it again and refreshing my mind on what I struggled with and where, you know, when I'm getting snappy at my kids, a lot of times it's because I'm hungry. A lot of times it's because I didn't get enough sleep. A lot of times it's because I haven't hydrated and I've only had caffeine and that doesn't help. And if I'm not focusing on what God is asking me to do, I'm not being the best mom I can be for sure. If, if God has asked me to do this podcast and I've neglected this podcast, I know that I'm going to feel frustrated doing anything else because it's not what God asked me to do. He asked me to do the podcast. I need to do the podcast. I need to read my scripture. Sometimes what he's asking me to do is to spend time with one of my children. Sometimes what he's asking me to do is to just spend time praying, to just sit and be quiet and pray. As moms, that quiet time is really hard to find, but you need to. Maybe you just need to get out of the house for a minute. When your husband comes home or when you have, if you have an older child that can watch a little one, give, give yourself an hour for your own sanity. Do it. Go drive around the neighborhood. Just go drive half a block away. If you don't have a lot of gas money and don't have money to go spend at the store, go drive half a block away and just sit in your car with some praise music on. Just get out of your everyday stress environment. Get away from your babies for a minute so you can refresh your mind. Go to the grocery store alone. Go walk up. I, my, my happy place for many years when I had the little kids was Target. I would just go walk around at Target. I would go get my green tea and I would just walk around at Target. Sometimes I would buy the kids a popcorn <laughs> and get them some cups of water and just walk around. I didn't buy anything. 90% of the time when I went, I didn't buy a single thing <laughs> except for my drink and my popcorn. Like that was it. Like that's what, $6 for all of that together. And we could be there for hours and the kids were happy. I could get free refills on iced teas and iced co or coffees, any coffee or tea. Like 
go ahead, get yourself free refills all day long. <laughs> as long as you didn't leave, you can get yourself some refills. Okay? And that's what I did. And it really did help me stay focused. It helped me to get to be refreshed when I got back to the house. I was like, okay, now I have a plan. I know what I need to do. It's going to be lunches and naps and, or, you know, whatever it is, getting the kids ready for bed, whatever your schedule is and get yourself a schedule. If you do not have a schedule, if your kids are all at home and you're a homeschool mama, you had better get yourself a schedule. And I highly recommend using a block schedule so that you can be flexible because with kids, Nothing is going to happen at the exact time that you want. At 10.00, you know, 10 o'clock on the dot. <laughs> yeah, some days someone's in the bathroom or some days they've spilled something. So you're over there until 10.15 cleaning the spill and washing some laundry because stuff happens when you have kids. And so you have to be flexible. So give yourself these three-hour time blocks, okay? Give yourself three to four hours in each time block. This is what we need to do before we start school, getting ready in the mornings, okay? You need to have your devotional. You need to have your nutrition. You need to have your coffee or whatever you're having. Anything that you need, you know, hot hot water with lemon um, and honey, like that stuff is amazing. That does great things to refresh you and uh, energize your mind. Have some herbal tea, whatever works for your body, for your preferences on that. And then you know, start a load of laundry, empty the dishwasher, have the kitchen ready so the kitchen is not messed up. Then when you are ready to start the next schedule. So everything you need to do before you start homeschooling, get that done in that morning block. And if you're leaving the house, everything's got to be done in that morning block. Then you have your work block, which is homeschool. This is business. This is when you're not at home. Um, and then your after school block. So you sometimes during that time, you have a little lunch break in that state, in that time block. Then you have your afternoon block and that's everything that's after school. Maybe it's kids play outside while you do some stuff. Kids are doing chores, uh, emptying backpacks, whatever you're doing during that block. But set it all up so that you have your time blocks. And then your evening block, that's what you're doing, prepping dinner. You're, um, you're prepping dinner. You're getting dinner on the table. You're getting kids ready for bed, like all of those things. And your bedtime block, like that's the kids are going to bed. You're going, you're getting yourself ready to prepare bed and you are down, like you are able to sit down and relax and get yourself prepared for the next day. You're not still struggling trying to finish everything that didn't get done today. You have older kids. They need to be helping with the housework. If your kids are able to walk, they are able to walk their dishes to the, to the sink. They're able to walk their dishes from the table to the kitchen. They are, I promise you. They can, they will. You start setting that as an example, as an expectation for your kids, they will rise to that occasion and they will surprise you. Your two-year-olds, they want to wash those dishes in the sink. They want to use that scrubber or the washcloth and the water and they want to clean those dishes, okay? Have your kids help with some of these things. They want to wipe off the table, especially if they get to spray it. <laughs> they love doing these things. Let your kids help with some of these chores. They can fold washcloths. They can fold towels. Like two-year-olds can fold a washcloth. They can fold pants and roll them. They can do these things. Like these these are two-year-old chores. Emptying waste baskets. Two-year-olds can do that. That They can do that, okay? Let them help you. 
Let them put the silverware away. Let them at least take it and dump it into the silverware drawer, and then you can sort it without having to bend over, okay? That's a really helpful one. I love doing that <laughs> when I had kids, especially when I had babies that I had to carry. That was really nice. My toddler would come and put it in the silverware drawer for me, and then I would just go and straighten it out so I could actually shut the drawer. <laughs> um, but these, you know, set up a schedule for yourself. Declutter your house. Make sure you're eating and drinking. Prayer time is so important. Get your mind right. Get your heart right. Get your spirit right. Get on track with what God wants for you. Have him help you with what you're feeling frustrated with. Have him help you parent your children better. And be sure you're praying for your children, especially the ones that are in a difficult season right now. Those kids that are the ones that push your buttons the fastest, you better be praying for those babies. You better be praying for those babies. Pray for your connection with them. Pray for that you are able to parent them the way that they need to be parented, the way that God wants you to teach them. And he will help you. I cannot even explain how much he has helped me with that. Even in just the last year, he has helped me with that because 2020 about killed me, y'all. <laughs> Virtual school, four kids, two, you know, a puppy that was housebreaking, like a pooping puppy and a pooping toddler. That was, oh, I'm serious. It, mm-mm. That was not, that, that was not my year and I'm still recovering from it. <laughs> I'm still recovering from it, but you can do this moms. And if you need some help decluttering, girl, call me. Let's do this. I'm here for you. I will help you. I will give you some quick tips and quick little pointers on where you can start or where you can focus or maybe rearranging some things so that it feels better in the room with just simple little changes. Let's do that. Meet me in the Facebook group. How to Declutter, Organize, Style, and Design for Overwhelmed Moms. All right, I love you guys. I will be praying for you. And I'm so grateful for each one of you. You guys have a great week and I will see you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Simplified and Fabulous Mom Life Podcast. We would love to hear from you. Our podcast hotline for U.S. is 980-389-0399. You can share your tips and tricks, topic suggestions, ask questions, and let me know if we should answer any of these on the air. For other ways to connect, you can reach us at jmorganizingspaces.com. Thanks for listening to this episode. Did I say it right? <laughs>